I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about a massive Steph Curry sale, all about the finals about to wrap up with the NBA, NHL, and more. But more importantly, we're going to start with what's on your mind, get an idea of what everybody has got going on and what, what they're thinking about today as we start today's episode. Ty, let's see what... uh. Let's start with you. What's on your mind as we start this episode? I got a lot on my mind. First, no more leak. All right. And it wasn't a leak. It was a paint job. All right. Second, somehow I got convinced to record this show during the semifinals of Euro 2020. All right. I don't want to mess Can I step it. in for one second? Yeah. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I think yesterday we had a little bit of a fire drill brought to you by someone behind the scenes on this podcast. So we were trying to figure out when we were going to record it. And maybe in the shuffle, you got confused. Well, no, listen, I'm a team player. Yeah. All right. So I didn't bring it up. I kind of, what I tried to do was poke and prod. I said, Lou, like, you can't make it, right? Like, and you were like, (laughs) I might be able to. And I'm like, you know, Jay's in the background sitting on Lake George right now. And and meanwhile, I'm here trying to watch Euro. It's definitely not Judy. So take that how you will. Yeah. It's not Judy. The guy can't find a backup flight to do anything. So that's on my mind. We got a lot of car shows to go to. I'm pumped about that. Another thing that's on my mind. You know you know when there's the thing that it's like nagging and you know that you got to do it, but you just don't end up doing it and it sits on your shoulder and every day you think about it, if you did it, it would help. And then it snowballs. We shipped out the cards today. And Rye, I want to give you major respect and I want to give everyone in the hobby massive respect. That does breaks and organizes the logistics around shipping and customer service to get that stuff out. Because we finally, I believe, maybe seven weeks later, might be seven and a half weeks, shipped out the cards for the prism break that we did for free. And all those people got a 1.37 p.m. sticker and even merchandise that our hosts don't have. Sounds about right. We got that out the door. Credit to you for getting ahead of that. Well, I had to wait seven and a half weeks because the stickers took a while to come in. No, yeah. You know what I mean? And they're all getting a slot in the EPL prism break because it took long. So there's that. Another thing on my mind is we have the football prism break, Jay, that we got to coordinate, make that happen. Another thing that's on my mind is these NFT panini prism. Everyone keeps tagging me in these like whatever. Looks like a prism card, NBA basketball, NFT stuff. I got to dig in there a little bit. Right. I think we need to set some ground rules for this segment. Yeah, those are the things like, that are on my mind but like it's one like yeah but no it's not you're it's doing like, like the whole rundown of the show where, where's 2015 panini devon prism devon booker in here no i understand but like everything in cards is like hey it's on my mind like yeah it's yeah it's on my mind no it's shit. on my mind like that's what's on my mind ty's got a lot there on you go mind. that there's always a lot on my mind that's what is on my mind for this show all right lou what's on your mind to be respectful to everyone here i'll just stick with one thing What's on my mind is that I might be the worst eye grader in the history of humankind <laughs> <laughs> because I just got a PSA order back from July 
Well, I got it back a couple weeks ago, but I didn't know I had the box here, but I did, so I opened it yesterday. I'm going to lead it off with a 2018 Juan Soto uh, update, PSA 7. Crush that one. Sick, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. Good, and then good the, card. Yeah, yeah. And then the other big part of this was like when it was a different role than cards, when I, I thought like submitting a 2019 tray was a good idea. Oh, yeah. Those so really I submitted nice. like five of those. Got some tens and nines on that, so I feel good about that. But what a disaster. Brian, big fan of base cards. I know loves that play. Big base card guy. Yeah, so that that's on my mind. I think I need to get better at grading, and so I'm going to make that a focus of mine going forward. Nice. A couple training courses? Maybe sign yeah. up for the uh, Card Collector 2 Grading Masterclass. <laughs> Brian's not that close to it, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we've learned today. His He's CTO, got his CTO handles. Okay. All right. <laughs> What's on my mind? Like Lou, I will stick to the guidelines and you know respect everybody's time. But the thing that is is continuously been on my mind for the last three, four, five weeks since we started talking about this is still card show season, right? We're July is going to be a crazy month. I talked to Lou about it before we started. Boston's this weekend. The Causeway Show at TD Garden will be uh, in attendance for that. Then we are going to be in Atlanta and Dallas the following weekend. And then we're basically one full week back and then we've got the national, right? And I've talked about it before about like, what have we done today to prepare for the national? And, you know, we're making good progress every day, but it is overwhelming. There is a lot to do. Just so many things that you wouldn't think about that you need to do beforehand, right? More table space means, you know, more, uh, you know, table skirts and more showcases and more, more dollar cards and, right, just so many so many little things you might not think about that you're going to need for an entire five days of the show. So really just been preparing for that. That So that until the national is over and we're past that, that is going to be what is on my mind. Can I get a countdown? Yeah. Right. Where are we at? Today is Tuesday since we're recording. So tomorrow would be three weeks until it starts. So we're at 22 days officially. But we get in on Tuesday. So it's kind of three weeks. I get, in well, we, I get yeah. on Monday. Oh, sorry. Weird flex. I mean, so you're under three weeks. If we're Weird being, flex. Okay. If we're being honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Under three weeks. All right. So I kind of hinted at it before we started the show or as we started the show, but next, what, week or so, two weeks, really, a lot of finals, a lot of, you know, closings coming up here. You've got the NBA finals that start tonight. Booker, Giannis, Suns, No Giannis. Well, Giannis maybe. is questionable. Upgraded. Maybe. Oh, upgraded. upgraded. Right, so maybe game one of that, the Canadians extended the series last night, going to game five, Lightning, NHL, that's about to wrap up. Tyler mentioned earlier Wimbledon, that's almost a wrap. Tyler also mentioned and complained he's not getting to see part of the Euros. That's today. I did want to make a note that just while you were saying what was on your mind, I just made a Spain wager, pregame Spain wager. Interesting. So Ty's taking Spain there. Mm -hmm. So just... Want to get your guys' take. It seems like, I mean, now that I think about this, what, a month from now, realistically? What sports are we going to have on? Premier League. Is that it? I mean, baseball. I mean, if you count that. Yeah, I mean, Otani is the most famous dude in the world. Otani is making baseball cool single-handedly by himself again. Uh, you just haven't watched enough Fernando Tatis, but that's fine. I watched him. He did the that catch, catch where night. he did like the extendo. Like, you think Tatis move. isn't cool, but you think Otani's cool? I think Tatis is cool, but he's baseball cool. He's not I pitch and hit bombs cool. But that's the definition of baseball cool because he can pitch and hit. What are you talking about? No one does that. That's like. So that's baseball cool. 
No, 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 no. I'm saying like Tatis is cool, like, but in the realm of baseball, you got random people being like, wait, you're telling me the starting, one of the best starting pitchers, like is also like got the summer, like home run chase going on right now. Feels a little subjective, but that's fine. Otani's awesome. I'm all in. Otani's taking baseball out of baseball. I, okay. I'm all in. I'm all, I'm, I feel great about it. As long as baseball is getting some love, I'm in. Right. That was a big disrespect to baseball right there by saying what well, was going to be on in one month, but we'll slide that under the carpet <laughs> and keep it moving. Right. like, oh, I got to watch the Ohio State white on red game on Saturday. <laughs> I would much rather watch that than baseball. I agreed, actually. I would but... start watching F1. There's a lot of things I would prefer to watch. Great. Look, F1. Run can, it. Can you guys pick a Premier League team for this year? Chelsea, for sure. Yeah, I'm Every Chelsea year. too, all day. <laughs> Where did this come from? I've been pro Chelsea. Right, well, I, I hate you both. Go back on the IG. I mean, I don't watch every game. I'm like a passive fan. That's fair. I do remember you saying you had it on the background on the TV once in the old shop. Big yeah. pickup for you over the weekend. Big transfer. Oh, the biggest. Sancho. Ryan has no idea, but huge. I've been transfer. preparing Man, you, for I it. did see that. I've been preparing for it. I did see it. that. Because Ty, Ty talked about it with... Uh, I saw somebody tweet about Ty. Was it you? Talking about like the... A bunch of the guys in the England team will be starting for Man United next year. Well, there is a bunch of guys, but th- what they did was a classic. They didn't play him all tournament while the transfer talks were going on. This is what England does. And then because Manchester United is like the creme de la creme from a brand perspective of England, he signed for them. He was playing in Germany before he signed for them and they made sure he started the next game after not starting or playing really at all. But because he's the Manchester United guy now, like, you can't make him be the big Manchester United signing, and then the guy can't even crack the lineup. So they slotted him in there. There's that direct of a connection? Oh, yeah. It, That's kind of cool. Brand matters. They They're stick, not gonna, though, right? Yeah. Who? United? You? No, we're going... No, 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 no. Have they stunk recently? They finished in second last year. Okay, I don't know. I'm asking. Keep going. Yeah. Sorry, right? No, I was going to say, so as we're talking about the Euro... Right, we've talked about this is like the finals section. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ty, prediction. Let's get it. Let's get an NBA prediction and let's yep. get a Euro prediction. This is why I like who, this. Who oh. you got winning both? So we're gonna do a little roundtable Euro and then NBA, and I'm gonna kick this off. Okay. All right. I've got Spain versus Denmark, and I got it's gonna come. It's gonna end up the 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 cup. The trophy is heading to Copenhagen. Denmark is winning this thing. Team of destiny. It's a team of destiny. It's the greatest story in 15 years. Greatest sporting story in 15 years. And then I got, um, ah, see, this pains me. Suns in seven. I got Suns in seven. It Suns pains me because I think it's seven and it's Suns in five, but I would just be sad. Clearly, you can tell my prediction is based on what I want to see, not what I believe will happen. And Suns in seven. Okay. Chris Paul with a big fourth quarter. Lou, what are you thinking? Yeah, so let's pretend that I'm not looking up the odds to the Euros right now so I can get okay. a sense of who's actually decent. I can give them to you too. I'm going to go I'm going to go with Italy to okay. win the Euros. They have the second best odds currently. Yep. So I'm going to roll with that and my people, the Italians. Yep. Yep. And then for the NBA finals, but who are they going to beat? Oh fuck. They play um, England, England, Denmark tomorrow. All right, so Denmark, they're going to beat Denmark. Denmark's soul is going to get ripped out in the final. Um, and then in the oh, NBA finals, <laughs> NBA finals, I'm going to go Suns and four. Sweet. It would be the coolest thing ever. It'd be the coolest. It that would. would. That's actually 
Yeah, true. Suns and four crazy. to win the finals would be absolutely nuts. Do you think Giannis would ever recover? The free throw thing is a problem. The Suns win in four if Giannis doesn't play. Some I just are don't arguing see they're better off. Most him. notably, Charles ain't won nothing. Barkley that they're better without. Him. Interesting. How do you? How does the card market feel about that? Disagree. Here's an anecdote. Shabazz Muhammad. Remember that guy? Played at UCLA. He played for the Sun uh, of the Spurs for a bit, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he was a journeyman. Okay. He was the original, like, looked like he was 40 when he was 17. <laughs> he was drafted one ahead of Giannis. And 13-14, I think he went to the T-Wolves. Yep. And now he's a big card collector. Is he really? Yep. We should yep. get him on and see if he'll, like, say he's still better than Giannis if he got picked ahead of him. It's, I mean, it's, he got drafted ahead of him. He's better. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to actually switch it up here for the, the Euro. I'm going to pick England to win it all. England to win it all. That There's a lot of talent on that roster. I'm going to go with England to win it all, but I'm going to pick them to beat Italy. So England, Italy for it all, and I'm going to pick England to win. They do have a lot of talent. It's true. So Denmark's not even going yeah, to make not. it. They're finished. They're yeah. just mm, Got not, it. not a team of destiny. Best story in 15 years until it's yeah. not. Killing me here. The the hard part is ties. The hard part with like the the Bucks Suns is you just don't know what like if Giannis is going to play. If you told me Giannis isn't playing for the whole series, I'm definitely taking the Suns. He's clearly really hurt. Yeah, agreed. I saw his knee. It was I thought he was thought it was torn. I actually think hyperextensions are equally as much mentally brutal as they are physically. Afraid of doing it again. Yeah, because agreed. it looks because you can tough. hyperextend and not really get it messed up that bad, but. The just what you went through, like you think you're you think you might not even have a foot anymore after a hyperextension like that. So, if I'm going to sit here right now, I'm going to say, as it just because I we don't know anything about Giannis, I, I would say Suns and six. Knowing nothing about the Giannis injury, I'm going to assume he's not going to be a major factor in it. So, I would say Suns and six. If Giannis plays game one and is available the whole time and no minutes restriction, then I would change my pick to Bucks and seven. But knowing what I know now, I'm picking Suns and six. So your official pick is Suns and six. I don't want to hear it if the Bucks win. Suns and okay. six. Deal. It's going to really hurt this podcast. If yeah, I don't want an final. asterisk. Like, <laughs> no, if I the get Bucks it. win the finals, I'll, I'll yeah, we're, yeah, we're finished. We, but we talked about this last week or two weeks ago when we talked about like getting to this point about how this is a great matchup mm-hmm. for Carson, 100%. Right. Booker, Giannis, those are two major superstars who sell very, very, very well in cards. The fact that they're one of those two is going to win a championship definitely matters in cards. 100%. Something that I think we should talk about is Golden and Barstool. Saw that they're getting in the mix there. How do we, how do we think about it? What, what's on your mind? So I think what Tyler's looking for here is a little pat on the back. No, 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 so I'm, actually should... I'm actually not. I'm actually not. I'm not. I'm not. I think it's crazy that part of my take, arguably the number one sports podcast. Not arguably. Culture. Okay. The biggest sports podcast, some may say. Sorry, like ESPN and whatnot. Yeah, but part of my take specifically is like, and they're just going to be doing live breaks on the show. Healthy indicator. So it sounds like it's it's a partnership, right? Like they're going to be doing yeah. it like on a regular basis or with some yeah. regularity. I think it's a, it's a weekly thing for part of my take, on part of my take. We talked about this before, right? About when the card market was hot. 
what it would mean when Barstool got involved. The market was just too hot. It's a billion dollar industry. We talked about it before being unregulated. It just, it just seemed like every path led to Barstool getting involved at some point, especially with the audience that, you know, their average audience being fairly similar to the same card collector group that, you know, you would say is the average audience for, for cards now. It'll be interesting to see how they do it. I don't, initial thoughts are it, it, it can't be a bad thing for that kind of attention. The attention that Barstool can bring, it's got to be massive. Mm-hmm. So first thoughts are it's going to be great for attention, the the people they could bring into it. Lou, you look puzzled. I don't know. I'm not. I, I'm, I, I, the thing I would like to see is a more accessible break. Like the one they're doing is going to be a pretty expensive break, I think, right? Chrome, 96, 97 Chrome. Yeah, it's going to be a fairly expensive break. So I would like this. I mean, I'm sure that's coming like they're going to open with a bang, obviously. Right. But I'll be interested to see how they can get that like not younger, but like the less expensive uh, newer products involved as well. But I I think it's great. I think it's going to be awesome. And I hope our boy Doug's gets involved as well. But I think that it's not a one time thing we're talking about. here. No, it's not. They're definitely going to do more of them. But, you know, I think it's like a ongoing thing with part of my take. But like a weekly like giveaway. It's a bar stool. It's not just part of my take. Yeah, but on on part of my take, they're doing a, a like big cat and uh PNC. Yeah, they're se- they're selling the spots though on Golden. Are they? Website. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. It'll be I'm pumped to see it. Me too. So additionally, we saw some news this morning, seems to be all over card Twitter and card Instagram, that there was a five point $9 million valuation of the company Alt bought, I believe, 51% ownership in the Steph Curry 2009-2010 logo man from National Treasures, PSA 8 with a 10 auto. Just want to talk about that. It's got to be one of the more desirable modern day basketball cards. I believe that broke the record. It did. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. real quick, just to 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 make sure we have everything right cuz these things get a little hairy from time to time it was 5.8 million majority stake they didn't specify if it was 51 or not just want to put that out there okay understood so it could be 54 or whatever it's yeah, the, I just, they have I, more I, than 50 there's been some things that have happened recently so, so I just all make owns sure. the majority of the card yes i think what has been our discussion a little bit and i think individuals is like is that a record sale or a record valuation and what are the differences and is there impact in categorizing them similar or different obviously news like that drops it drags the entire curry market up right there's a lot of people you know we've mentioned the word unregulated on here a few different times why this whole industry is crazy and fun and I, 20 times I've wanted to talk about crypto and NFTs and all the madness that's happening over there, but we won't get too into it. But if you have X amount of dollars, if, say you're sitting on a ton of Curry stuff, or you have a group of investors sitting on a ton of Curry base, acquiring that at 50% of 5.8, which is 2.9, quick math, is not, is not 5.8, brings the value up of your other stuff. That's, like, that's just the truth. And so I think valuation versus like record sale are, it's a a little bit of a different combo. Yeah, I think it's a little bit weird 
to call it like record breaking if you're not going to fully buy the card. That's just my perspective. Like, congrats to them. That's an awesome card to have in their fund. I think they're starting a new fund and everything. So, like, that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I just don't like this whole thing where, like, we feel the. This is what I get worried about. The need to, like, break records every time something big happens is not a good precedent, in my opinion. Because then you're asking for. Because what we're all worried about with, like, the fishiness of that can become a lot worse over time if every time someone a big sale happens it has to be record breaking agreed something that is on my mind is that maybe it's a little bit of a counterpoint is that is that is are you keeping track is that eight things on ty's mind i I probably 10 just making sure what i was gonna say is like people do buy these things as flex like as a totally what i I think about art it's like someone will pay a million dollars more for it to be the most expensive the ever. record. Totally. I'm saying in a world where all these companies are building up and they're getting stronger and these funds are starting, the idea that every time there's a, a really big card like that, it needs to be like record setting and it needs to be like treated as such is like meh, to me. But I did want to say this. I had a funny conversation with a friend of ours uh, earlier today. If you had $6 million, right? Just, you know, like pretend, just for fun. You have $6 million. You're looking at an exquisite LeBron BGS9 or the Curry PSA that just sold today or value valuated today. Which one are you taking, Ryan? <laughs> it's tough, right? Curry. I think Curry too. You would take Curry? Curry. Yeah, Curry. We've talked about it. We've said it. We've, we've had the Curry convo. Yeah, I believe Curry is one of the best long-term, like, card people. Like, he's just one of the guys I believe in the most. Across all sports, everything. I can see it. I think it's just really hard to turn down a LeBron card like that. Does anyone feel there's less Space Jam juice than there should be? When does it come out, though? Because there's still some time, right? It comes out in the next two weeks or so. Do you think there would be more if LeBron was playing for another title? Would there be more attention and awareness if LeBron was playing for the title? 1,000 million percent. Might 50% of it be hate for the sheer fact of hate? Yes. Is that getting a little bit old and tiresome? And is that now part of his narrative? I believe so. 10 days to July 16th, Space Jam comes out. You talking about LeBron? Talking about LeBron. Yeah, obviously the trolls, everything, this, that, the other thing that his legacy carries that only you get to when you get to that stratosphere. So I'm not trying to disrespect him or anything like that. But I believe sometimes as a fan, we need to appreciate him while he's here. But I think at times people get tired of it. And so would there be so much more? Yes. But would there also be talk shows and everyone being like, LeBron, it's not even his team. He's trash, this, that, the other thing. Just talking head style. I do. I'm really worried the movie's not going to be good. This is irrelevant to this podcast. Space Jam is one of my favorite movies of all time. And LeBron's probably my favorite athlete of all time, like in like life. So this is my nightmare scenario because this movie might be not great. Well, you got to give him respect for going for it because like expectations walking in are going to be hard. Right, But how's he's not going to say no to that movie either. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, He uh, he waited. Remember, it was like a whole I mean. He waited many years until his production company, everything could get in the mix. Smart play by him, but we'll see. I'll be there July 16th with bells on, but I'm worried about it. Oh, you're going in <laughs> Dallas. Are we? I love it. I love your respect. That's my nightmare. I actually might go. I might skip Friday night, whatever we're doing Friday night, and go to 
car talk watching Space <laughs> I mean, that'd be great. Live from Space Jam. Live from the AMC in Dallas. All right. All right. So possibly a little stop to see Space Jam while we're in Dallas. Maybe car talk live from Space Jam in Dallas, Texas. But on the conversation of Dallas, right? We've mentioned earlier, Boston's this weekend, Chantilly, Atlanta, Dallas. We will specifically all three be at the Dallas and Atlanta shows together. Lou, Ty, thoughts in your mind about what you expect to see going into those shows? This is really the first time for me that I'll be at a major show like this two weeks before the national and the market's kind of in an odd space right now, especially with the NBA season, NHL season's about to end. Football's going to pick up here, but baseball will be going, right? So what's kind of your feel, maybe your strategy going into, you know, next week we'll be in Dallas and Atlanta. What, what's what's on your mind for that? I am interested. Like, I'm I'm happy. I'm excited to be there. I'm excited to hang out with you guys. I don't anticipate there being anything mind-blowing happening at either of those shows. I think the people who are there to buy are going to be the people who are there to buy. I don't think there'll be anything too exciting or interesting or not overly interesting there to buy rather than what you typically see at a show like that because everyone's going to just be looking forward to the national and people can't afford to take two trips and like all that stuff. So I think it'll probably be a little bit tamer if I had to guess both of those shows and I'll be buying. I'll be looking to buy while I'm there. Space Jam's the 16th? Yes. So then we have NBA Finals while we're there. 17th, Atlanta, game five. Got to keep that in mind. If necessary. If necessary, unless... Sun's in four. <laughs> uh, I'm coming into Dallas as a buyer. Heavy. I'm coming into Dallas. Really? With time. Just to be clear, let's just yeah. clarify. With the intent to sell at the National or with the intent like you would be buying no different than you would at the National? With the intent to have more inventory at the National. And reason being is that I'm going to the national as a vendor and as a car talk doing some content and i would like my strategy is that i want to have a very at times you know the, like in investing if you want to make a calculated bet you go deep if you want to be a little bit more safe you go wide i want to take the time now over these next couple of weeks and what i've been doing in the past couple of weeks to widen my net of what i have so that I can make more connections, potential more sales. More, uh, to me, I see it as more of a networking, like it's to sell at the national, but I believe I can connect with more new people. If I just roll up there with Mad Soccer, I feel like I'm going to see a lot of the similar faces. So a variety thing. Correct. Connor McDavid, which we've talked about in the past, since has just won the only second ever unanimous MVP in the NHL. Him, other than the great one. A couple alternative plays, but... Your boy's in the water mix. I have some Otani, not enough, but I clearly need to get some Tatis. So I'm looking to go into Dallas and buy things that I typically don't have. So not footy, not basketball-ish, but I want to get weird. That's my plan. And then Atlanta is a whole new scene. I don't know. I've never been. So I'm just trying to catch the, catch the Georgia vibes a little bit. So my first thought is, as I wouldn't, if I had to guess, Dallas will be slower than Atlanta. Never had Atlanta before. Atlanta big time show. I I assume Atlanta will will since nobody's ever been to that. 
since they've never run it. I think the Atlanta show will be will be pretty busy. I don't anticipate Dallas, like Lou said. I don't anticipate anything crazy happening at Dallas. Like Lou said, right? Not everybody can afford to go to all of these shows. It's expensive, right? To to travel in hotels and all that kind of stuff that close to the national. I just I wonder how many people are actually gonna make the trip. You know, I, I'm more interested in going there and creating content and recording a podcast with you guys than I am going to buy, right? If if a, I'll go and I'll go through dollar boxes. And I think that's my kind of my intention here is to really go through and dig and, you know, enjoy this a little bit more. This will probably be the most nonchalant I am at a show ever. Like I just, if I get to buy, cool. But if not, Nationals two weeks away and there'll be plenty of opportunity there. You're going to hang out with us, actually? I mean, as long as you're hanging out at the $5 tables and the dollar tables, I'm in. Got it. So not as nonchalant as I thought you were going to be. Yeah, not like... No, for sure. Still grinding. More nonchalant. Like, like you know, no, no, Lou, this will give you the best example. Like, take a lunch break to in and out kind of nonchalant. Understood. Like, that was the most nonchalant I've ever seen you. Correct. That kind of nonchalant. Yeah, like, you don't even tell... Like, are you going to tell us when you arrive? Because you don't even do that normally. We have to find you. This is true. At some weird table in the corner. Brother, we rode to the airport that was together once. to the hotel last no, time. No, wrong. Wrong. If you remember correctly. Oh, Lou no, it was two times ago because you went there, there last time. <laughs> yeah. So I was clearly too far. Exactly. Not nonchalant. <laughs> Correct. That would be the opposite, exactly. Ryan, what's the hottest thing people look for in your store in the last 72 hours or the three days prior to the holiday weekend? You want to know? It's so weird. It, it, there's two things that I've been selling. One, we've sold a ton of basketball product, something I didn't anticipate selling a lot of, right? It seems like mm-hmm. we've talked about this a million times. The NBA seems to be slowing down. A lot of 2021 basketball, like contenders, noir, court kings, a bunch of different random basketball, and then 2021 football. But one thing we've talked about today is like revamping our singles. We have sold a ton. Like I'll t- I took a picture I posted on my story like last Wednesday. We had like 14 people in the shop Wednesday at 2 p.m. Like nine, like I think 10 or 12 of them were digging through. Like we've got 40 or 50 boxes available to to look at, like single cards, value boxes, that kind of stuff. And I bet 10 or 12 of them were digging on a Wednesday afternoon going through stuff. That's one thing that's really surprised me lately is how many people are looking for single cards. Like, we can't keep up with it. That has been, like, crazy, crazy. PSA's back. Mm. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. They opened up another level. So what, what did they do? They went, what was 300 is now 200? No. So they, that's Super Express. It is still the same price. They brought back Express which used to be 150 and raised it to 200. And they also said, but their f- core focus still remains on the backlog. So it feels like Express is a little delayed still. Now, that 150, Ryan, 18 months prior was how much? Express was 20 bucks. No, Express wasn't $20. I bet it was 75 direct. 75, 100. Like I'd have to look. I don't know. Really? Express, $20? Right. Question. Pokemon. Are people buying Pokemon products still? Packs all the time. Like it's one of our best sellers. Like Pokemon Wax. Yeah, we wax. sell a ton like of the it. The new product that comes out. Single cards we've sold it. We sell here and there. We've had a couple people mm-hmm. come in and looking for that kind of stuff recently. But packs are still one of our one of our better options. How do we think NIL impacts, you know, draft? We have not talked about this. 
Let's do it because I'm excited for this. Let's discuss. Yeah, it's a and huge I know you deal. as Mr. Ohio State. So we talked about this before previously. I would love to be able to find that episode. But we talked. I asked about this originally, like because we when this happened, we said like, is Panini going to get Ohio State football under contract that you know a thousand dollars a person for everybody to be able to sign autographs, right? Where you could rip collegiate prism draft picks and pull a. Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, or a, you know, two-star players from any collegiate team out of a box while they're in school. What does that look like for the card market, considering that doesn't happen now? My counter to that is, if you are Chris Olave, you're probably, you're, you're probably being advised to not do that deal and work with Panini direct on something. Correct. That's where it's going to get interesting, because these kids are all, there's going to be freshmen that are going to be signing exclusive deals with Panini and Upper Deck and Tops. Mm-hmm. There's going to be four-star quarterbacks that Ryan's never heard of that sign pretty mm-hmm. expensive. Well, I mean, I didn't know how deep people were on the recruiting mm-hmm. trail. Listen, you're I not a Pac-12 guy, I know. Well, that's on me. But but seriously, like I think the, I, the deals that are going to come from like Panini and Upper Deck signing these kids to exclusive autograph deals, and if that carries into their pro career too, that's all going to be super, super interesting. Yeah, like Ty... Didn't Vayner just sign DJ, the Clemson kid? Mm-hmm. And there's a world of what you can do because previously that was the deal. And you can obviously create your own stuff. Like you don't need Panini's demand generation if you're that tier. The lower tier guys may take that. But I think what you'll see is, you know, these marketing agents will go to an Ohio State and represent 15 of the, you know, mid tier guys and try and bundle them up and do stuff. But I think that the relationship between the university bringing – is the university going to bring these guys deals? I don't think they're going to want to take them per se. I, I, can't, I can't imagine a world where Ohio State is going to go to Panini and be like, hey, you can sign an exclusive deal with us, but then our quarterback isn't going to participate or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's interesting. I look forward to the day where I get a decent name Ohio State guy in the shop to do an autograph signing and can pay, like, because Chris Olave came to the shop a couple months ago, right? Got to talk to him for a little bit, 15-minute conversation, super nice guy. Now I could be like, hey, Chris, you want to sign this mini helmet? I'll give you $100, right? Real quick, 100 on the spot. Like, I would end up on a NCAA probation list for, hey, don't you do business with this guy? Had I given Chris Olave $100? Olave... Yeah, I would. Since I'm not in the SEC. It would give you a little bit more clout. I'll say that much. But you could pay him, you know, however much to join your break. College, it's just all changed. It's very, very interesting. I think it'll be interesting how see how it plays out, right? Because I had a conversation with someone in shop recently who uh, covers the Ohio State team. And we talked about, like, what's it going to be like? Like, because now they can get the money, right? And what happens when like the fourth corner on the team, like what is, is, is his expectations that he's going to be? Cause we talked about getting Buckeyes for signings, right? Is, is his expectations going to be, he's a $2,000 an hour type guy, or is he realistic and more, maybe he's more like $800 an hour kind of guy. So I think it'll be curious to see what happens with some of these guys' expectations and who actually gets deals. And I think you'll be able to see that pan out. And also the pregame post, the postgame post, that what we've seen over the last two, three years from like a marketing department creep was, you know, if you go to Penn State, you get after every game a personalized, like designed image for IG, right? And these guys 
post them because they want the photos and whatnot. Now you could do a thousand dollar deal with the sub shop, and it's like post game. You got your headphones on. You're like, boom! I just car up tag car collector too. Big W. Real quick before we move on, I've got a quick question. I saw this on Twitter the other day, and it I forget the exact wording to it, but if name and image or name image likeness would have been around for the last thirty years, forty years, which athlete? would have benefited the most from it. Reggie Bush. His career was tarnished because of that wow. shit. His college career, at least. My first thought, quick five-second answer, is Tebow. Mm-hmm. So where my head goes, where because I've been thinking about the Reggie Bush one, I don't think he would have played. Like, he would have played. Like, he wouldn't have kept playing. He would have made enough money that he didn't have to keep playing. Well, you make money because you play. Yeah, yeah you but mean? after one year. Do you think he would have never went to the pros and everything, you mean? Is that what you're saying? No, he would have. I'm saying he, he plays the one year at USC. He becomes a phenom. Now he doesn't need USC anymore. So it's like, I can take a year off. He's still going to go to the league. NFL, I think my Jay jumped the gun. I was going to say Zion for, sh- for sure, because he would have made 5 million bucks the second he committed to Duke. I don't know how the law trickles into high school, but I think I think Reggie and certain guys, Trevor Lawrence would have thought much longer, much harder of sitting out a year because he would have had a lot of money to his name. Do you think that impacts people sitting out 100%. now? 100%. If the people are going to bring enough money. Like Chase Young. Like Chase Young after his second season in Ohio State would have been a top five pick. I mean, dude was amazing. And Clowney too, remember? Sure. Yeah. Making all that money. It's, that's an interesting point you bring up, right? If Because that's what we we forget in this, right? Like when Vince Young had the Rose the Rose Bowl or Manziel beats Alabama on the road. Mm-hmm. It was like towards the end of their career and then boom. Right. You have these big moments. Think of how much these players could capitalize off that moment, how much money you could make right then and there. Some of those guys might be like, hey. Johnny Football definitely wouldn't have played that year where they went like six and five. It's a very interesting calculus that is not for this podcast, but when money is no longer a factor in the college, having money is no longer a factor for a college athlete, it gets really weird, Mm -hmm. really fast. Are all the bowls going to be now paying the players to play in them? Gone are the days of, I'm not going to play in that bowl. It's worth for the Tostitos Bowl or whatever. Tostitos, I know, is BCS, but like the seventh bowl to pay the starting quarterback 150 grand to like show up and play it's gonna get weird right mm-hmm. all right so a lot more to talk about feel free to let's get some i would love to get some some takes from that tag us on your ig story tag us on twitter at card talk pod which athlete of the last 30 years would have benefited the most from name image and likeness in the ncaa would love to get some people's feedback see what you guys think and we'll send out some stickers to the best five answers i'm gonna have to answer that i guess yep All right, so let's get into Play of the Week. Again, Play of the Week is brought to you by eBay, your number one stop for all things cards and collectibles. So as always, if you are new here, this is something where Jason, the producer, fields uh, submissions from you, the listener, on your Play of the Week on eBay. Tyler, Lou, and I have not seen them, but we will go through them one by one and live react to them and then determine a winner. This is from Adventures of Anthony A. It says, I bought this a few months uh, uh, bought this a few months back in expectation of the fourth. Didn't hurt that Chestnut broke his own record with 76 dogs in 10 minutes. End of the auction an hour after the competition ended. Great show as always. Looking forward to running to you guys at the National Anthony. All right, so he bought a Joey Chestnut PSA Authentic signed Ginter card. 
doesn't say when, but it was for $85. A few months ago, he says. Yep, a few months ago and sold it on July 4th for $255. Creative. The internet like is it. amazing. Thinking ahead, finding something before it happens. This is starting. So This is an excellent start. It's so simple, but so... It's all the things we love. It's great. And meanwhile, people have been saying cards are dead. And my man just pulled 170 out of his hat like it is nothing. He, he also did the really good job of ending yeah. it. He planned it to end an hour like, after the tournament Very simple, ended. like, oh, what's the main thing everyone degenerate gamblers care about on the 4th of July? What does everyone know in this country? The hot dog eating contest. Who is the legend? This dude. I mean, ESPN, all the memes after were like, Federer would never. He couldn't win this many titles. You know, it was like, he's True. Joey Justin's like the all-time dude. I think he's won like, what, six in a row? I think he's got like 16 or some championships. He's going to win until he decides he doesn't want to win anymore. He's a man of mental fortitude. Respect, Anthony. I like the play. I'm looking forward to seeing you on National, too. Love that one. All right, this is from DZ underscore sports cards. It says play of the day. Wait, play of the week. I mean, he's clearly making a lot of plays. (laughs) Play of the day. (laughs) My man's got so many plays, he's got them daily. Love it. All right, it says bought two Revolution DeAndre Aiden rookies in March of 2020 for $1.99 plus shipping. Sheesh. Sold them today for 22 plus shipping. Huge percent. Love that. Patience is key. Picks to follow. I like Revolution in a weird way. Me too. $1.99 for 22 bucks. I like Revolution. Inexpensive product. Clear design. They're a little busy, but they're nice cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some cool parallels. Obviously, big fan of the Galactics. Love that. One of the short print inserts. It's correct. All right. Not everything needs to be a million dollars. Pretty straightforward. You know, if you had $5, you could have turned it into 22, right? 22 into 40. We talk about this all the time. You got to start somewhere and it doesn't require, you know, a $10,000 Tom Brady auto to really get started in cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I ate and ate and I love Aiden. I love watching him play basketball. I think it's really good. Love it. All right. Next one. All right. This is from Select Significance. It says, we're scrolling one day and bought this card. 2018 Topps Kerm rookie Shohei Atani pitching refractor PS10 on January 3rd for $75. It was a deal I couldn't pass on. Held till recently enlisted for $8,000 CDN on eBay. 800 Or 800 Yeah, sorry. Canadian on eBay. And took an oboe for 875 on July 1st. Now taking the profits and reinvesting into other cards for larger plays. He listened to, He listed it for 800 and he got more? Yeah, I was confused by that. Must have been a starting bid. Maybe it was a starting bid. So 75 to, he got 875 for it. So that's seven. Well, it was US to Canadian. Yeah, no, I'm doing it. So it's $700 US he got. So he made close to 10X on that. 10X. That's pretty good. Otani. I didn't know Otani sold like that, though. Oh, Otani is. He's going banana. He might put the home run record. He has crossed out of baseball and into. He could break the home run record. It's not like outside the realm of possibility. Really? He's 31 home runs. What's the record in a season? I think 72 is the is the single season. I guess I didn't realize he was that close to it. Or like could potentially do it. Like he'd have to really get going still, but 73 bonds, three. So is the other one 72 with the asterisks? No, Maguire had 70 and then Sosa had 66 up in that same realm. Shout out to steroids. Heck of a play there. From select significance on a massive Otani card. Yeah, he's incredible. This is a great job by Matthew. Good work, Matthew. All right, so this is Miami Cards 84. It says, hey guys, longtime watcher, first time submitter for play of the week. New to soccer cards and bought my first ones back in October for $25. 
and then another in November for 15, both being Polisic's 2017-18 Topps Chrome Rookie. I had planned to get them graded with PSA at some point, but with their backlog and a stack of cards I would grade before them, I decided to move them. Just sold both in a lot for $75. After shipping, taxes, fees, I'm down. I'm, or I'm making a 30% return, which I'll use towards a Ronaldo slab at the Dallas show. First off, I'm pumped you're going to be in Dallas. Can't wait. Second, I'm pumped to see Pulisic selling on July 3rd. I feel like it's a soft, soft moment right now in the you know, Pulisic cycle. Gold Cup's coming up, though, so we should definitely see some good action late August. That's what I got. Yeah, like it's similar to the, to the DeAndre Ayton thing, right? There, you don't need a, a million dollars to, to do this, right? A little bit of knowledge and looking it up. Right? That's the consistent theme I've seen with a lot of this is people that have done their homework have benefited from it, right? It's just there's plenty of opportunity out there if you're willing to put in the work. All right, so this is from Justin Brain. It says, uh, bought four DeGrom rookie PSA 10s for basically $55 each beginning of COVID, March 2020. Just sold two of them for $7.95 and $8.55. Holy cow. Best pitcher in the history of baseball with two Cy Youngs for $55 each. Very happy with the play. Holy cow. When he says best pitcher in the history of baseball, is that like the way that we talk like in very like over-the-top terms or is yes. like there a possibility he might actually be the best like not better than nolan ryan right like we can agree on that he's he's been extremely good for for a decent stretch here i think it's a it's a pretty big jump to call him the best pitcher of all time so he bought two of them for 220 and he sold them off for five no, he bought four of them for 55 each so four for 220 and sold two of them for basically sixteen hundred dollars. Wow. Sixteen fifty. Made 8x on his money on two of them and still has two. That's good work. Good work. It's a very good, good job. Work. I would probably be selling those other two pretty soon, but that's a good job. This is an easy one for me. Me too. Yeah, I think we I think we're consensus locked in here. Yeah. This is the Joey Chestnut. This is the Joey Chestnut show, baby. Yeah. This this took planning. You know what I'm interested in when I think about these stuffs? What else is this guy cooking up? What's he working on right now? Because kind of like a Roberto, Anthony, like a Roberto type like, thing. Yeah, exactly. If he made this, it's, you don't just make this play and then sit on your hands. You're actively cooking. There's these nothing. Plays. I think one of my favorite things in the world is when someone does something that, in hindsight, seems extremely obvious. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, like it's super pretty simple. obvious that this is a good idea. It's an Allen and Ginter Joey Chestnut auto. <laughs> the most obvious thing of all time, and how I, that didn't cross my mind makes me so upset. Do you think similar similar type thing in terms of relevancy? LeBron's not playing, and the Topps Chrome has gone back up from 12 to 17, 18. There's one at 20K. Does LeBron's Space Jam movie have any impact on, this, on the price of his Topps Chrome? Probably. I, I think what happened was everyone was looking for the floor on LeBron. That's what it seems like. And they found it, and now it's going to go back up again. Speculation. Yeah. I don't think Space Jam is what's popping the, the base. I think it is what Lou's saying, cyclical, and I think we might see it run. Would you rather have $20,000 or a LeBron rookie card? $20,000. For sure. Like I like I just think with what you could buy with twenty thousand dollars, I would rather buy LeBron rookie autos or patch autos for four K a piece and buy five. I of don't those. disagree. I'd rather buy five LeBron patch autos or four LeBron patch autos than have a Topps Chrome PS10. Ten out of ten every day, twice on Sundays. 
I came very close this weekend to buying. What's the one where he signs it on the basketball? The sweet shot. Yeah, I was this close to buying one. Yeah, that's a cool look. A lot of LeBron's rookie autos are cool. They've got like the 23 in his auto. It's, yeah, a big fan of LeBron. Yeah, the thing that scared me was like, because it's on the basketball, like the the auto is like very sketchy, but it's unavoidable with that one. Yep. All right. Anthony, big ups. Yeah. Congrats to Anthony Adventures of Anthony A on IG. He is this week's winner. Appreciate everybody for all of their submissions, but that is all we've got for Play of the Week. Play of the Week is brought to you by eBay, your number one stop for all things cards and collectibles. All right, so as we wrap this up, we've got this week's releases. We've got the latest launch. Not a ton coming out this week. I was looking earlier. You do have Diamond Icons Baseball. You've got Luminance Football, a couple different things. I'll pull it up now. Diamond Icons Baseball, which is, let's see, I think that's pretty expensive, isn't it, Lou? It's pretty, it's decently expensive. Yeah, so it's not even in stock at the moment. You've got Extended Series Hockey, which I think is like an update type thing. They've never done that before. And then Luminance Football, so. Luminance Football is the first Trevor Lawrence autos, right? No, so they won't have, those shouldn't be in pro uniform. The first pro uniform should be Elite. All right, real quick, we've done this on a couple episodes in the in the past few weeks. Piece of advice for the national. Piece of advice for the national. You go first. Advice I don't take, I haven't taken very well in terms of the Dallas show, as Lou and Ty will tell you, but make time for friends. Right? I talked about this when I've done some of the YouTube videos preparing for the national, that I can tell you a lot more about the people I've met and the fun times I've had with other people at the show a lot more than I can tell you like what I picked up at the show, right? Those I can speak a lot more to. Like when we went to lunch in Dallas, I could talk a lot more about that trip to in and out midday show recap than I could talk about anything else from that show. So that's what I would say is make time for the people that, you you know, make time for friends in the hobby. If you're going to be there, that would be my piece of advice. It's not just a business trip, right? Agreed. I was literally going to, say that i was gonna say squeeze it squeeze every second of it it'll go by fast and you're gonna be tired it's my own advice because that's what i'm trying to make sure that i do is the old 8 30 or 9 30 like i'm shutting it down because i'm dead versus go hang with the peeps get in the mix a little bit you'll remember it and enjoy it more you saying you're not going to shut down? Yeah, I think that that is like the hard as a hard thing because it's very tiring, and then you get and it's nine yeah. o'clock, and it's like all day yeah. long for five, six, six days. Yeah, I lost my voice last time. It was I was I, I feel like I didn't have legs at the end. Um, I'm gonna go with if you're just attending the show, make sure you get there early because I think the lines are gonna be really crazy. Agreed. All signs point to the lines being extremely crazy this year. So I would I would prepare I would prepare to get there early and stand online. Agreed. Three weeks. We have the box break, two box breaks coming up. The NFL one that we announced last week, five weeks, or it was two weeks ago actually. So Jay, we're gonna be announcing that. We have to get the old uh winner. We have to get last week's winner of play of the week done. And then hopefully people are gonna be receiving their cards from the basketball break that's that three more weeks three weeks till national see ya peace that's a wrap on card talk this week 
please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.